All right, welcome guys to the Sip It and Rip It podcast. My name is Nathan. I also at Nathan Skedios on Instagram. I'm here with Zach. Yes, uh, at Model Citizen uh, Citizen 5.0 on Model Citizen 5.0 <laughs> on Instagram. Instagram. We've already started drinking. By that's the way. Uh, <laughs> that's no longer uh, valid because I sold the 5.0 today. Oh, did so you? It is gone. Yeah. Oh, so. Man. Change it to like model citizen six 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 or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you're just copying our friend Baphomet Lifter six six. Oh, there's a lot of reasons to use number six six six. True. All right, and we also have our first guest today, Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Elizabeth Transformation underscore on Instagram. And we're pretty excited to talk about some things going on. But first, we're gonna talk about uh, what we did today. Uh, what did you do at the gym today? Well, actually, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't technically taken our shot. We haven't talked about our drinks yet. No, we haven't. I made us a wild turkey old-fashioned. So it's wild turkey, orange bitters, uh, simple syrup, and uh, a little bit of cherry and orange peel. And it's delicious. And uh, here's to the Sip It and Rip It podcast. We're going to fight. Yeah. And it's delicious. <laughs> a little strong, maybe. It's a some little hair strong. on your chest. Uh, maybe somebody's. Is this your first old fashioned? No, I've had one before. Okay, cool. we had one up at four twelve. That's right. We had one yeah. together. Yeah. They have an exceptionally good one. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is the one best one I've ever made personally. But not better than four twelve. No, man, I got it down to an art. And to be fair, though, I completely eyeballed this. Yeah, I was like, it wasn't measured. Or it wasn't measured. I was like, I like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I like a little bit of sugar. <laughs> I really like cherry juice. Yeah, all those things. But this good. is, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Somebody, from, coming from somebody that drinks a lot of old fashions, while it's not as good as 412s, it is a proper old fashioned. Right. Some of them fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, big time. So, I'm happy with this. The wild yeah. turkey wasn't a bad choice for me. No, I, th I think it turned out pretty good. It's very nice. You like it? Yeah. Awesome. So, now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, what do we do at the gym today? Uh, I did uh, bench press. Uh, the most amount of volume I've probably ever done this close to a meet. I had uh, sets of six at 265-ish. Uh, mm -hmm. So I kind of had a range that he wanted me to operate in. Right. And, uh, stuck to it. And then uh, some pretty killer new accessory work. My fat ass hadn't done dips in a long time. And I had to do body weight dips and a push-up superset. And then uh, some cool, uh, like, floor press style skull crushers. They were they were fun. So, mm -hmm. uh, And you're also with a new coach now. Yeah, I'm with uh, Ronald Tarvin. Um, yeah. Sir Jim Rat Fitness on Instagram. He's awesome. Tag him. I think he's planning on Yeah, we're going to have to tag him. <laughs> And uh, I think he, he said he was going to listen to this one. So uh, I don't have anything bad to say about him. He uh, he's a, I know he's an amazing coach. He's been a peer of mine in powerlifting for a long time. Um, something that's been on my mind is he made a call at uh, Queens of the Beach that got my wife beat. <laughs> because he made a really fucking good call. And uh, it chapped my ass. And uh, But uh, but he's always been super nice. Um, my, one of my first powerlifting meets uh, coaching, he probably doesn't even remember this. Um, we had an issue with deadlift sticking on one of my lady's legs. Mm -hmm. Didn't know the baby powder trick because I'm basically brand new to it at this point. I think it's my second or third meet coaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, he helped her out quite a bit and uh, kind of gave me some advice about their attempt selection and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a really good dude. So, like I said, he's been a peer of mine for a while. Uh, I've always kind of looked up to him. Um, thought about using him for a long time and finally just... Uh, I have this meet coming up. Ironically, it's his meet and, and mm -hmm. Maverick Barbell. Um, 
have this meet coming up in March, and I was like, fuck it, this guy, he's awesome. So right. uh, I'm doing it, and I, I, I trust him, man. The first week of programming was awesome. Uh, surprisingly enough, for my old ba old man bones, uh, it was a challenging workout, but I feel pretty recovered even sitting yeah. here today. So, I mean, it's good. three lower body days in a week, and I still feel... So he's managed my volume already. Really he's managed well, my volume just, really fucking well. Yeah. Man, which I'm really impressed by. So, yeah. Elizabeth? So I'm uh, recovering from the flu. I got the flu last week, so this is probably the second day I've felt good to get out of bed and get some stuff done. So um, part of the gym is recovering and let your body recover. So I listened to my body today and it said, no ma'am, you need a little more rest. So hopefully by Sunday I can get back into it. Um, so yeah, just a rest day for me. That's fine. Necessary. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's necessary. necessary. Especially coming off of being sick, it's really yeah. hard to get back in the game yeah. when, you're, when you've been sick. Me, I did uh, some squats, some SSB squats. Um, everything I'm doing right now is tempo, uh, pretty much. RP, our Renaissance periodization. Yes. <laughs> I got hair in their ideas. Like, yeah, they're so I'm, I'm copying a lot of their ideas and what I'm doing right now. Um, I've done really, really well maintaining mass while in a deficit off of this plan and my diet. Um, I am down at least 12 pounds for my meat. I can't remember exactly Basically, what I Basically, it's the last time we talked then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, on the podcast, right? Yeah. Well, we talk was, every day, but... Right, right. It was a little <clears throat> bit about a, a week after that when I really started. Well, it was that same week I started my diet. Yeah. I started my cut, and since then I've already lost twelve pounds, and I feel awesome. like, huh? That's awesome. Thanks. And uh, I feel like I'm honestly the most jacked I've ever been at a two twenty. Yeah, so. I mean, I was watching a video the other day, and you were pretty fucking <laughs> look pretty fucking terrified. Oh, That's probably about you're, you're probably uh, honestly one of the biggest two twenties right now that I've seen in a long time. I, I like, feel you've got some fucking meat on you to be six foot tall in two twenty. Yeah. So. It's, Pretty fucking impressive. And we're only gonna go leaner from there. I've, I'm, I may even go down to two ten, and I'm, that's. I'm hoping we see a sub fifteen percent body fat two forty two when you go back the other way. Oh, when I when I when in I the two forty two class, yeah. not necessarily two forty. Yeah, but. we'll we'll see what I ended up after I start bulking because I will be competing in nationals. So. Um, I'm going to be there coaching with Dave Hayes. Dave yeah. Hayes broke all the fucking records. He did. He, uh, we started his off, we started his off season Monday. So, Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, we'll all be at nationals together. Uh, not as an athlete cause I suck, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll be there with my athletes there you that go. don't suck. <laughs> well. But, uh, who knows what Ron has his plan for me. I, I actually will be in the middle of my cut then. So, um, right. It, it'd be really uh, hard. To yeah. Do. I'm not planning on, uh, this is, I, I just want to go make a total and then move on to the next thing. So, yeah. That's good. All right. So, like I said earlier, we have our first guest, Elizabeth, here. And we want to talk a little bit about your whole experience with the Shred event and everything leading up to that. Um, we made a killer video for it. Yes. And I'll, I don't know if we can find somewhere to link it, but I'd love to link that if we yeah. can find some, okay. a link for it. And I'll put it in the podcast. We can just notes. repost it on the yeah. on the podcast. The video Instagram. is on my Instagram mm -hmm. pinned at the top, so you can take a check that out. Um, but yeah, um, so October fourteenth, fifteenth, I uh, 
competed in the summer shredding events, uh, transformation division, uh, losing 85 pounds, and I won second place. And it was a uh, pretty crazy. Um, so second place at a national event. national yeah it was national yeah, yeah. Just all like, around yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like showing up to a local meet yeah like, so it was in texas um i mean i still feel like it was a dream like every time i see my medal or see pictures i'm just like that really did happen um and yeah i'm still on cloud nine from it because i still can't believe i did it but um so I kind of, <clears throat> not to toot my own horn, but since I coached you through it, I kind of know the questions to ask. So yeah. mm -hmm. um, why don't you take us back to, um, you've been training with me long before we did the shred, uh, the, the summer shredding yeah. event, but um, take us back to the beginning and uh, what it was like, first of all, psyching yourself up enough to do it and then talking to me about it and then, you know, the plan and basically step by step, like, what we did, what yeah. you did, I didn't do shit, but, but <laughs> hold your hand sometimes, but what you did to prep for this and yeah. later the whole thing. So. Okay. So ironically, uh, when I started with Zach, I had lost probably about 45 pounds and a girl at the gym that I knew came up to me and she was talking about how, cause my body had changed a lot, um, in those 45 pounds. And she goes, have you ever thought about doing bodybuilding and I said no way that is insane I was like what are you talking about and that was probably I don't know five months in of my journey six months in and she goes well they have a transformation division um and they judge you on your weight loss so there's no way I would get in a bikini in front of all those people I said no that's not for me um so it's crazy <laughs> a year and a half later I ended up doing it um but Basically, I'd lost my 50 pounds, and I was kind of, kind of floating. I, uh, what, were, what, what were you weight-wise then, if you don't mind saying? 200-ish, um, probably? 200-ish, yeah. I was like kind of fluctuating between 190 and 200, so kind of on that cycle where I'd drop a little bit and then eat a little extra and then drop a little bit. So I was just kind of floating, and I wasn't happy still with where I was at. And uh, I saw a picture on Instagram. They posted... It was just came up on my Instagram feed of this girl, and uh, she had lost a significant, probably 200 pounds. She had all this loose skin, but she was wearing this sparkly bikini, and she had this huge smile on her face. And I was like, what is this? Like, the confidence you could see in the photo. So I clicked on it, and I saw summer shredding events, and I researched it, and I was like, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. And uh, so I came to Zach, and I was like, hey, I think I want to do this show. Send it to him. He's like, I'm not a bodybuilding coach. <laughs> I'm a powerlifting coach. <laughs> I'm a powerlifting coach. You're not a bodybuilding show. <laughs> yeah. So, and at that point, I'd fallen in love with powerlifting, but you can't, you 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 hit a wall with powerlifting when you're in a, de a deficit where you just can't lift any more than you're where you're at. So at about 190 to 200, I was hitting this wall with all my lifts, but he was like, I mean, if you want to go, you're gonna have to eat. And maintain but I was like but I'm still not happy with how I look and how I feel so I still want to drop but I loved powerlifting so I just needed something to push me um, I'm very much like Zach like give me a goal and I'll, I'll I'll shoot for it and give it my all so I just needed something to get me the final bit of weight off that I wanted to to feel my best I've never had a goal weight 
um, with my journey. Zach asked that from the beginning, what's your goal weight? And I said, I don't have one, I have a goal look. Like, this is what I wanna look like. And then it became strength. I wanna be strong, I wanna look strong instead of just being skinny. Um, so, Zach says, I'm not a bodybuilding coach. <laughs> and I was like, well, let's just do it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. Let's just figure it out. Turns out we're both pretty goddamn good. Yeah, we're pretty good at it. We're pretty good at it, yeah. Um, so, I, um, I don't know. I got some balls, and I went ahead and registered because I knew if I didn't register, I'd chicken out. Um, and, you know, registration's pretty hefty, so I didn't want to waste the money. So, I was like, well, you have to. <laughs> you know, I was kind of like pressuring myself to do it so I have to now and uh yeah uh we started um basically got my diet really in check we I have a lot of health issues and stomach issues so the best bet for me was eating super clean super planned out um super tracked and then um as we got into it and when I would stall we both kind of would reach out to you reached out to another coach near the end who did bodybuilding i yeah, had, my coach great well ronald's my coach now through through march but my regular coach for diet and bodybuilding is grant mims and he yeah. had a lot of uh of input i actually tried to reach out to other couple other local bodybuilders who out of professionality will remain nameless and i got really <laughs> fucking nasty responses from them yeah um and, uh, but anyway, Grant was super fucking awesome, and he really, really helped us probably what last, probably really like last month. More yeah, likely, yeah. But like, um, just like day of show things, he helped out a lot. Um, the diet, what it looked like, what it should look like um, <clears throat> going into that last week. Of course, me and you had a water cut that we've done. Yes. Uh, pretty regular. Uh, actually, if you, if you guys, he's kind of a psychopath now, but uh, if you guys are familiar with Elliot Hulse, Used to have one of the biggest fitness accounts on on YouTube before he went super crazy political and lost his <laughs> mind. Uh, he had a uh, there, he had he post a uh, basically like it's a water cut slash recomposition week, and you can lose a pretty good bit of body fat relatively quickly and in a relatively healthy way. Um, and we've used that multiple times mm -hmm. when we've kind of stalled, and that's what we did the week of that's what we did the week of the meet, yes. and then. Yeah. Um, or the show. The show. I'm in the, in the <laughs> habit of calling it a meet because of powerlifting. But that ended up working out pretty well for us again. So uh, big shout out to Grant Mims. And then to give somebody else some credit, because I cannot do this and would not do this, um, you had your friend Reagan Gillespie yes. teach you how to pose. Yes. Which, <clears throat> other than your tremendous weight loss, the fact that you posed 10 times better than any other girl there yes. was absolutely a factor in you coming yeah. in second huge sure. shout out to reagan <laughs> um i have the absolute pleasure with working with her now and it was so honestly one of the best things because someone she's a bodybuilder as well she's competed she's competing i believe in four shows which is insane this next in 2023 um but i i was just like help me i don't know what i'm doing my coach is new to this we're learning together help me with posing and i think a big benefit was starting posing from like I started in January and a big thing that when I was researching is you get so fatigued near the end that posing early on when you have that energy is super important because then it's just like 
it, you can do it in your sleep. It's muscle Yeah, yeah, because I was just too tired um, near the end. I was so tired and hungry and hangry and that grumpy. changed in the middle. If you remember, your whole routine, yeah, we, we, based uh, on their parameters, we had to, you know, yeah. well, I didn't, but you and Reagan had to change the whole Yeah, thing. I probably changed my routine three times, but, uh, and then tweaked it, fine-tuned it. Uh, so that was really, really helpful. I practiced posing every day after I, uh, after I completed my workout, my workouts were six days a week with lifting, doing a bodybuilding bodybuilding program, and then I probably the last three or four months I would do seventy minutes of cardio. Yeah, keep in mind too the way the every way day, her whole because people are going to ask questions like what the fuck are you doing training six days a week? Yeah, that seems excessive, but. Everything I assigned her was, there was no assigned weight. So if she came in and felt like shit, she could do five pound, 10 pound dumbbells and everything yeah. that she had to, to just get through the workout. So yeah. it's not like, this is a hundred percent auto-regulated. Um, it's not like she's just slamming 50 pounds, 60 pound dumbbells every time she goes in there. No. She's not squatting 200 pounds every time she goes in there. It was very, very much based on feel. Let's go get the work yeah. done. Make sure you leave with a pump and yeah. fuck it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you don't lift what you want to lift, then, you know, we have post-show to worry about how much weight's on the bar. Like, yeah. so, so it should go to say, even though it was six days a week, it was smarter than it, than just training your ass off. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And near, near the end, it was just definitely like just trying to get through the workout. You didn't have so, calories to do. No. You didn't have no. the energy to do heavy weight. Yeah. Anymore. Every week was kind of like my, you know, what normally would be a deload week with powerlifting like it basically my body would be like hey we're not we're not lifting anything more than five to ten pounds of dumbbells <laughs> and we're squatting with just the bar so um but I also knew after the show I want to get into powerlifting so I really focused on my form um it's very well with, practiced yeah working on my form um working on my core and my glutes which were weak when I had um back issues uh, last summer, they said I had weak glutes and a core, so I really made sure I strengthened that. So I made sure everything I was doing was very pretty. <laughs> May have not been heavy, but it was pretty, and it felt good. And um, so yeah, I did that. And uh, again, it was research. Talked to Reagan. I was like, I, I'm hitting a stall. We would do either a water cut, and then I increased the cardio. And also the cardio was based on how I was feeling. So some days it was high incline, 70 minutes the whole time. Some days I had to break it up. It really just depended on how I felt, but I had to get it done. At the end of the day, I had to get that program done, had to get that cardio done. So, so take us through that, unless Nathan's, you got any questions before? Yeah, I was going to ask what your diet looked like, like specifically from the, from the start. And then like, as it progressed, yeah. what did your diet look like? So a lot of uh, chicken, fish, um, and then threw threw on some fatty meats, um, so turkey mostly. I'm not a red meat; just doesn't feel good in my body. Which, <laughs> but yeah, we fight uh, about, about that a lot. But um, I would have a steak every now and then. Um, and then my carbs were potatoes or rice, rice cakes. Um, fats was avocado and nuts. And then um, my energy was low, but near the end I had to like cut it down on the energy drinks. But I would probably have like my coffee and my coffee started with like I would, you know, just eyeball the creamer and then it got to like specifically measuring out tablespoons and then it got to like just black coffee. Um, so kind of like that. It started and um, 
with that. And then you as kinda, we... You kind of worked your way yeah. to a certain point. Yeah. And then we did a lot of leafy greens. Um, for your bowels. Yeah. If you have those issues. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I had a lot of uh, stomach issues, but we think that's more so with my medical issues that I have. I have lupus, so I have a lot of inflammation because um, we could not figure out because I ate super clean. I was drinking a gallon a day. So I'm, I think at that point, we'll a gallon and a half. Cut. Yeah, we'll go through the water cut in a minute, but there's a lot of water daily anyway. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's just no way, like with what I was eating, I mean, I even had cut out energy drinks at that point. So there's just nothing. Um, I wasn't on any kind of medication either that would cause the constipation that I was having. Um, it could have been stress too because stress can cause that. But um, so that was uh, that was hard to push through because I had a lot of pain with that. But yeah, so as we got closer, the diet kind of got more towards the water cut diet, which was just broccoli and chicken um, yeah, and so then some fattier. Yeah, so meat. specifically what we did is the first two days we had extremely lean white meat. So mm -hmm. basically turkey, uh, turkey breasts or chicken breasts. Um, and then some type fish. of leafy green fish was available too. Yeah. yeah, but it had to be white fish. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it was either broccoli or did you do broccoli or greens? But it was uh, one or the other. Yeah. It was just some type other. of, some type of green. Yeah. I, I prefer a leafy green, but I think there was some broccoli in there, but basically two days of four meals a day of a serving of chicken and a serving of broccoli and two gallons of water. Yep. Now she's getting plenty of food, mind you. There was no limit on how much of either one of those things she should, she could eat. Uh, the water was extreme frick though yeah so there was no calorie cap no there was completely those weeks were completely un should have been completely untracked um unregulated and it just from a sure simple fact that everything was so clean that if you put any type of limit on it she'd fucking starve to death like yeah. she still has to get through her workouts that week she still has to do yeah. everything else so and then the next two days we added you get to move to just a gallon of water and mm -hmm. fattier um, meat. Fattier meat, so she could have ribeye, she could have turkey, chicken thighs, turkey, bro, uh, ground turkey, ground turkey yeah. uh, with a little bit more fat in it, um, salmon if she wanted it, and then um, we had it's three then, it's three days of the three days of each of, of two, each. the two gallons three days of the one gallon and then the last day is unlimited healthy carbs so basically fruit rice mm -hmm. um potatoes if she wanted it uh, i do have a preference for white rice over almost anything we'll, we can get into that in another episode maybe mm -hmm. a little prep episode but um and then uh any type of meat obviously it can't be fried or anything like that any type of healthy meat whether it was fatty or not uh also kind of unregulated but the hard part about that last day and we'll get into this in a second is you only get a half gallon of water because you are on a water cut. Yeah. So she spent six days drinking two Drowning. gallons or one gallon. Drowning. And uh, I just, <laughs> people don't understand. And then show day, you got eight ounces. Yeah, yeah. sips. So uh, so just just take us through, since we just explained the diet you're on, take us through the last week of prep before me and you go to Texas. Real quick before, before that, I do want to... Curious, what is the correlation between, like, you went from two gallons and lean meat to one gallon and fattier meats? What's what's the reasoning behind that? As far as I know, and this is, you really need to watch this Elliot Hulse video, but um, we're talking about hormonal and insulin responses and stuff like that. Right. So, fattier meats are, fatty, fat in general is essential in your diet because it is a precursor to a lot of your sex hormones and stuff like that. Um, you can actually eat too little fat and it can cause serious issues like uh, also 
omega-3s and especially important to your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about mental clarity, which anybody that's done a bodybuilding show will tell you that last couple of weeks, yeah. mental clarity is not at a fucking premium. Brain uh, fog. Bad, bad brain Strain. fog from the lack of carbs and everything else. Yeah. So the fattier meat can help combat that, really. Okay. Um, Elliot goes into bigger detail on his, and I would suggest watching that. He's a much smarter man than I am. Um, but it's something I use, and I knew it worked. So from the practical application, and we'll get into this later with some fad diets and stuff, if it fucking works, it just fucking works. People can mow over science this, science that all they want to, but when you see, when you're in my job and you know something works because you have witnessed it work, it just is what it is. And at this point, we've done this diet, we've done that water cut in the two or three years she's been with me, we've probably done it a half dozen times. Yeah. We knew that she responded well to it. She could mm-hmm. do it. Um, it wasn't a pain to ask for. And we also know, knew that five to 10 pounds of weight loss was just about guaranteed. So going into the last week, you cut 10 or 10 pounds, yeah. 12 pounds, something 12, like that. You know 12, what I mean? Yeah. 12 pounds in seven days. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's just bodybuilding. And I did this too, you know, keep in mind, I'm a hundred percent aware that I'm not a bodybuilding coach. So the whole time I'm doing this, I am being guided by people that know better. It's not like, essentially, I was coaching her, but I was being coached by somebody else in this whole process because I am not dumb enough to think that I can do this or have a big enough ego to think that I can do this with no experience. So, um, you know, it absolutely was well thought out. And um, I had a lot of really, really good, solid advice from people that knew exactly what the fuck was going on. And uh, I don't regret it. And I don't think she does. But no. uh that, uh, anyway, that whole diet, I kind of went on a tangent, but that whole diet, uh, <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. So we were about to take you through, take them through that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what does that last week of prep look like, including, you can talk about the diet, travel, what you and I did, what the group did, basically leading up to that Saturday show day. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we did the water cut. Um, I've, like you said, I've done it several times, but this was the hardest because it was a lot of water, (laughs) a lot of water. Um, So I had to just map out my water. I knew I could get through at least a half gallon during my my full workout. Um, So that's a little tip if you're trying to get your gallon in, try to get half during your workout because you're sweating and you need that water. And then all you have to worry about is half. But uh, yeah, it was was really hard because I was just so tired. So tired, even lifting the gallon <laughs> jug. <laughs> I was so tired, but uh, so I would do that, and then at the end of the night, when I had that, I don't know, quarter of a gallon left of the second gallon, I would take the hottest bath with Epsom salt, and I would be sweating <laughs> so much that I would have to chug that water um, to get it in. Um, for Because it for it to work, you have to stick all the way to it perfectly. There's a science to it. There's a reason it works. So you cannot skimp. You can't just say, oh, there's only a little bit left. I don't know. Ha- you have to do the two gallons. So, um, And then I stuck to chicken and spinach. Um, I went to the extreme not knowing, but I did not do any kind of dressing or seasoning. I just, except for salt. I just kept it really, really clean. The dressing um, wouldn't have been allowed, but we needed, we yeah. probably needed a little salt. In that yeah, point. yeah. That point. So it was really, um, but at that point, like I was eating for fuel. I wasn't eating for pleasure. Um, so I just did not really care about how food tasted. I just knew I needed it. So I would just eat it. Um, did and you do any supplementing? 
honestly, not really. I mean, I took like vitamin C, vitamin D, B12, magnesium. Um, but no, I just, no supplements. I mean, I know you can, and a lot of bodybuilders are into that. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't even sure you were doing pre-workout the last couple of weeks. No. Mm -mm. I mean, at that point, why? Because yeah. you're so low, no, you know, no, the workout has to get done, but you're so low energy at that point. It's not like you're going to get hit a new no. bench press PR yeah. or and some shit. Yeah, and when I would take the pre-workout, it was so much on my body that I would throw up every mm -hmm. time. So I stopped pre-workout. I would do maybe half an energy drink. And also, um, I don't know, for some reason my acid reflux really flared up. So, like, drinking that much. Anyway, I couldn't because my acid reflux would be so bad. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, as far as prepping for the show, there's a lot of stuff for, like, the tanning. Um, you have to pack a lot. There's a lot of things I didn't think about that I had to get. I had to get a pee cup, a pee funnel, because you don't want to mess up your tan. Um, my suit had come in. I wish I ordered my suit a little bit early, but as a transformation girl, I wanted to wait till the last minute so that it fit perfectly. It ended up being beautiful and amazing. Um, but it did stress me out that it wasn't going to get there because Florida got hit by a hurricane and my suit was coming out of Florida and they said there was huge delays. So I was like, I'm about to drive to Jacksonville, Florida and go get my suit. Cause I have to have it. I didn't know what else to do. So, um, as Let's see. Uh, There's some uh, funny stuff. Um, so the night you landed, you've done us what water cut and everything. The yeah. night you landed, oh my gosh, um, was a fiasco. And I don't, I very much don't mind doing it, but in retrospect, it's kind of funny. <laughs> so let's just talk about yeah. the uh, hoops we all had to jump through to make sure <laughs> everything was on uh, on on course. Uh, what is that Thursday night at that point? Yeah, Thursday night. Thursday night. So we came two days out. Right? Yeah, so. two days out. So uh, my flight got delayed by a lot, and I made the decision instead of. Uh, it would be easier on me mentally not to pre-pack food and take it with me because it was a short flight. So I was like, when I get there, I'll go to the grocery store and pick up my food. Well, it, my flight ended up being delayed so much and there was not a lot of options at the airport that I was starving. I hadn't eaten and probably... Like pass out starving. Like, like yeah. this is dangerous. I was, like. I was shaking, um, <clears throat> you know, vision blurred, like... I've never been more hangry in my life. You couldn't breathe near me because I would get pissed. <laughs> um, so I'm communicating with Zach. Zach and Sandy had already gotten there. They drove, which probably would have been smarter. Um, and I was like, please, I need food. Like, go get me a rotisserie chicken, some greens. Like, I am, I'm going to fall. Like, and it was. It was pretty, like, probably the scariest part of prep was trying to even walking up to their room, I was like, I'm literally about to pass out. I'm so hungry. I've had, I think, I want to say it was six hours of no food. And I was on the water cut. And I think that day, I want to say that day was the... Would have been a gallon. The yeah. gallon. Um, and I had drank majority of it before the flight because I didn't want to be worrying about peeing the whole flight. Mm. So I had just, I think, a bottle left of water to eat my last meal. Maybe two bottles of water. It was like, like plain green ass broccoli. Yeah. And, so, uh, and not cooked broccoli. Rotisserie chicken, chicken breast. Raw broccoli. <laughs> Raw broccoli. Pre-cut chicken. That was just traditional. She ate it like it was going to be her last one. Yeah. I <laughs> ate like a, like a gremlin. I, I was like, I apologize for your what you're about to see. And I literally like chowed down like there was no tomorrow. Um, didn't measure, weigh, nothing. I was just like, I got to eat as much as I can before I pass out. <laughs> 
and, and then the next day. Well, uh, and that night I had to prep for my spray tan. And so we, had to, we you didn't had to get shave in. Your whole body yeah, I had to shave tan. my entire head to toe body. Well, not my head, <laughs> um, but my whole body. I mean, that was weird. My sister had to help me. And then I had to, we decided to do that Epsom salt and rubbing alcohol bath. So not only am I feeling just brain foggy, I'm feeling weak. But now we're going to take all the water out of it. I'm literally going to take the hottest bath I can stand and literally almost pass out from the fumes of the rubbing alcohol <laughs> to dehydrate myself even more. And again, I, I think it was two bottles of water because I was like, okay, I get this bottle of water through my meal and then I get one bottle of water through that bath. With mind you, I was drinking a quarter of a gallon during these weird baths I was taking. So I was like dying i don't think i think you can do up to 30 minutes i don't think i made it 15 i was like okay i'm gonna pass out yeah. like i'm going to pass out and then i had to get up early the next day to get up my last workout in before my spray tan because you cannot sweat cry i mean water cannot be splashed on you for that first coat so i had to get that in so like i was i mean that was probably the shittiest workout on prep which kind of <laughs> sucked because i was at alpha land so i kind of wanted to get in there and flex but i was so like tired and weak and like they don't tell you that when they give you the pass do they no like, you're gonna feel like shit the no. whole time <laughs> here's your 60 dollars pass but you're probably gonna have a shitty workout but i had to get my cardio in and then i was just getting a pump uh throughout my whole body except for legs like upper body um but mostly get that cardio in um but yeah it was if it, it probably feels like a dream because i my brain fog was so bad at that part at that point um so, um, got that workout in. The spray tan experience was yeah. We got all the boys got to know about that spray tan. Okay. <laughs> the group girl spray tan. So I've, I've had a. Um, <laughs> She's got to take a drink. Let me take a drink before that. So I've had a custom spray tan before, and you usually go in a booth. And there's a girl in there. She sprays you down. You're fully naked, but, you know, just one-on-one -on -one time. Spray you down, and then you dry with a fan, and you put your loose clothes on, and you leave. Well, I didn't... They said there would be tents, so I'm assuming it's the same kind of situation, like portable tents. We went to a hotel, and they've got this weird sheet thing. It kind of looked like an Area 51, and I'm looking over, and there's guys getting spray tanned, and they're pulling their little panties down real low and I was like oh gosh like that that's a lot in front of him and I go in there and I open up the curtain they're like you can come in now I come in and there's naked women everywhere <laughs> just walking around and I was like oh we're getting we're getting naked naked in front of everyone in front of everyone um so <laughs> but you know at that point I was just like you know what I'm about to be pretty much naked on stage so who cares so um yeah, for all the you ladies doing the show, you will be naked in front of your fellow competitors, in front of the spray tan lady, which wasn't weird for me with the lady, um, because they've seen all sorts of bodies, so right. that didn't bother me, it's just like seeing your fellow competitor that you've met on Instagram, but not, in, like, one of the girls I hadn't even met. It was a hell of an introduction. And it's just like, hey girl, there's their tits. But yeah, the ladies there were super, um, super, super sweet, and... They were, uh... The carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> there was no carpet. Well, yeah, nothing. I guess it's fair. I had yeah. nothing. So. How many people had shaved heads? None. None. None of that none. Yeah, Still. None. 
But yeah, that was an experience. (laughs) That was an experience. But again, like that brain fog, you just like your normal, like scared and like anxious mind was just gone at that point. You're just like, just give me the fucking tan and let me go (laughs) and lay down. Because I knew at that point after that, I would get to go eat and then just the protocol was just rest. So I would get to lay down and I was very tired. So I was like, I just want to take a nap and then... Uh, not think about it. And that was Friday night, and we did the alcohol, the shot bottles. Oh, yeah, that was fun. So, <laughs> per Grant's recommendation, which I think it was really, really good for morale, personally, because yeah. we had a good time. No, yeah. But, um, of course, I wasn't limited to how much I could drink, but we went and got her some, uh, I think I picked myself up some, like, Jim Beam or some Fireball or something, and airplane bottles, and she was allowed... Six like, ounces. Six ounces of liquor. So, you had, what, three or four airplane bottles of vodka? And, I think it was more than that. Uh, no, it was only three or four. Because you're sure? talking about like six ounces. So you can't, okay. it couldn't have been more than three or four. Okay. Felt anyway, like a lot. At that point, I had not drank <laughs> any alcohol in probably six months. Yeah, here, here's the thing, months, too. So. Like, this is her last day of the water cut. So she's had half a gallon of water. Um, Pretty much only... This is the good day where you got to eat a little bit of food. Thank God. Yeah, I had a steak. <clears throat> um... This is the good day, so she got to eat a little bit of food. Uh, we went to that nice steak steakhouse. Yeah, right? that was a, yeah. that was awesome. I had an awesome pork chop. But uh, anyway, afterwards, me and Sandy went and picked her up some liquor, and we sat in our room, and uh, and we got pretty pretty lit. I'm telling you, after that first shot, I was gone, and I was like, I have to do three more of these. And we do this regularly. Like we hang out regularly, yeah. and we drink together regularly. And yeah. she's as big of a lightweight as I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I could not. I could not believe how like litty I was, and. Uh, my mom and my sisters came, and they were in the other room, and I was like, I cannot show them how drunk. I am drunk. And I was worried about the hangover and stuff, but I left, like, one bottle of water left to chase the liquor, and it was awful. It was not... That part was yeah, not I, I fun. Yeah, I bought some cheap-ass, yeah. like, fucking absolute airplane yeah, bottles. Yeah, it, like, it was rough. Like, I don't remember, like... Was it Sky? I think it was Sky. Yeah, like that. That's yeah. what it was. It, it was, was awful. It, it was burned everything inside anyway. of my body. Yeah. But, again... I'm doing this for like I had to do so, it. So, so to clarify too, it's just not it's not just us getting drunk. The idea was um, with that little amount of water in her right before she went to bed. The hope was that everybody's probably done it. Went out, partied one night, got way too drunk, woke up looking just shredded as fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're de- dehydrated. Yeah. So that's what we kind of wanted. We wanted that last little bit of dryness mm-hmm. before we woke up the next morning and did the rice cake and single bottle of water. Yeah. Um, which was fucking rough. Yeah. For sure. So. Honestly, well, yeah, that rice cake was probably the worst rice cake I've ever eaten in my <laughs> if life. If you've ever had a rice cake, the idea that you can only have what? eight ounces of water, it was not even one, it was half a bottle of water. Yeah. With a rice cake or two. Yeah. It's got to be the most terrible goddamn meal. I felt like I was eating, <laughs> that like, you could possibly chalk. have. Like, just to. chalk. And I was, I was very grumpy, but then, like, the show day feels had, um... Actually, I had to do one more tan. So, again, seeing everyone naked. <laughs> um, the female transformation was first as far as the female. So, I got to see all of my stage girls naked with me. You're, we're all just ready to go. You're selling yourself short already on this day, though, because you were kind of a superhero on show day. And you were responsible for your own hair and makeup. Yeah. And then, how many other girls did you I just do? did one girl's makeup. But still, we're talking about, like, fucking crunch time. You yeah. spray tan at six. Yeah. We go on stage at, what, nine? Yeah. And she's yeah. got to do her own hair and makeup and another girl's. And that's a lot more, especially when another girl's coming from a different hotel, that's a lot more logistic. Yeah. 
difficulty than you might imagine. Yeah. So she was on top of, I have to give her credit because on top of taking care of herself, she was also a badass and saved somebody else that day. Yeah. So, so my friend Chelsea, I hope you listen to this Chelsea. I love you. Um, her makeup artist backed out on her last minute, which is the absolute worst. And, um, so she was like, girl, who's doing your makeup? And I was like, well, I'm a makeup artist. So I'm doing my own Elizabeth Ryan artistry on Instagram. Um, so I was like, I, I'm doing my own. She goes, is there any way you could do mine? Which it was, I am a girl's girl, so I'm going to help you out. But it was pretty stressful just because I had to bring so much more makeup. I didn't know, let alone what color I would be as far as the tan goes, because you're so dark. Um, but what color she would be because I didn't know where she, I mean I never met her in person um but I was so happy I got to do it for her because it uh it helped chill me out like I love my job because it helps chills me out but yeah so basically she looked, great, she looked yeah, amazing she looked did she um, place I don't know she didn't place she no didn't but place, she is competing in June in a show a transformation show in Atlanta what's her handle is it like Chelsea got gains or something Chelsea Chelsea gets gains, gets gains with a Z, with a Z um but uh, she's amazing. She'll be competing. I know she's going to do awesome. She's already done, like, amazing since the end of the show. Um, but, uh... Lost your train of thought. Yeah. So, I'm backstage with you. And that's kind of a, a weird and difficult time. Not for me and you. We get along fine. But, like, it's definitely a little bit more stress. And it moved much slower. Yeah, than what we thought it would. And, and listen, we at this point too, she's starving to death. Like we need to get her on stage, get her first routine down, so that she can have some food and water. <laughs> what we um, didn't realize though was when we went to check in. I did not know how many girls were competing with me. I just went based on Instagram because it's all over the country. So people are tagging some are shredding, and I'm thinking like 30 girls in our category. Then they sent out an email that they're going to play our video. All of our videos. So I'm thinking, okay, 30, 20 to 30 girls if they're going to try to play all of them. Because our story is an important part. Um, side note for Nathan. Nathan saved the day. My video was a little bit of a crisis. Um, it was garbage. It was awful. Um, I had a... No hate to the person who filmed it. Yeah. The filming was, was perfectly fine. Yeah, the filming was great. So basically what happened was I hired a girl. We got the filming done um, that Monday. And then... Summer Shredding had posted that the videos were due f Saturday morning, um, or and if you did not turn it in, you would not get a video. So I find this out Friday. <laughs> and we just filmed what earlier in the week. We just I... filmed Monday. So I texted her and I was like, girl, now I'm one, the video is due tomorrow. She said, there's no way in hell I can get this video done. And I am not a computer person at all. I just figured out how to do Do Not Disturb like three weeks ago. <laughs> so like I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. So I'm texting everybody that I know that has a computer. I was like, okay, maybe I could do iMovie, freaking out. Um, of course, I'm dramatic and tired and hangry at this point. This was It was due October 1st, so it was very close to show. I, I had messaged uh, Zach, and I was like, oh, the show's over. I can't do it. I don't have a video, and the video is such a huge part. It tells your story. So if you're chosen for top 20, they play your video, and your video explains your whole journey basically in two minutes. So it's super important. If you don't have a video, you're not going to place. And um, it was really important to me to have everything that I needed for the show. I wanted to go all out. It's probably the only show that I'll ever do. Um, never say never. Never say never. 
It, um, but at that point, I was like, this is what I want to do, and I want to do it full out. So I spent all the money that I had, like, I could on my suit at that point. Like, I did buy a custom suit. Some girls did the do-it-yourself, which is fine. I'm not crafty. <laughs> um, so I, you know, went full out on the suit, um, which is more expensive because they have to custom the material to, like, loose skin and um, everything that you would need to cover and hold up, or basically... Um, on the shoes, on the jewelry, um, you know, the spray tan. Some people do their spray tans themselves. The shoes? Um, yeah, the yeah. shoes. Um, Your champion socks? My champion socks. <laughs> she wore under her I always socks. pose. <laughs> when I practice posing, I always practice with my champion socks. <laughs> Men's socks. Um, so, um, I spent all this money and then the video. And mind you, I had paid a significant amount to have a photographer do this video for me instead of doing it myself because I knew I couldn't. So, tech Zach was like, hey, I don't know what to do. Like, I, and I, at that point, money was limited because I'd spent some money. So, I was like, I have no money to pay someone to do this either. So, Basically, I don't know anybody. And uh, enter the badass that is Nathan. Entered said, in Nathan. <laughs> so I messaged Nate, and I'm I'm talking like my anxiety. Like I was freaking out so bad, I was dry heaving. Like I was trying. Like it was a big deal. It was devastating. Yeah, yeah it was devastating. So I reached out to Nathan. I was like, Hey, man, do you know anything about like this is what happened? Told him the story, and he was like, Yeah, easy enough. I can do that. He's like, How long does the video? I was like, Two minutes. And he's like, I got you. And, um, not saying my confidence wasn't high, but I was just like, oh God. We just like, didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. Because like, this is like do at midnight. Yeah. And he's in here working on it on Saturday night. Yeah. Like, and it's going to be, a, you know, I didn't know you had like the setup that you had, the microphone. Like I'm thinking he's going to. So the photographer sent me like the videos. And I was like, okay, maybe he can piece together a slideshow on, Power <coughs> on PowerPoint <laughs> and just make it make sense. But, um. God, you blew me away. I'm still blown away because I was like, okay, I'm not tech savvy. So how do I explain what I want this video to look like in my head, like to a person who does the tech stuff? Like, hey, I want it to look like this. Can you read my mind? And it felt like you literally read my mind. I gave him the, the storyline, like basically my story, the script, the videos that I had, the before pictures I had, the, the timing. And I was just like, here, do something, help me. And I knew anything would have been better than nothing because the photo the photographer ended up sending me a video that she mashed up um and it was it was too long yeah uh, it wouldn't audio have worked quality was not great. yeah it wouldn't have worked um basically we did two separate like we did some gym session videos and then we did one of me just talking but the audio was so bad i mean i, I kind of looked like i was in a prison <laughs> and i was doing an interview it was just not good it wasn't usable so when she tried to put it together, it just didn't, it didn't work at all. Like I, it was unusable at that point. So I was like, okay, anything is better than nothing like at this point. But Nathan, like, I really hope you guys check that video out. Cause it really, I, I want to say like out of all the videos, I want to say mine was the top. It was definitely, definitely was the best, the best looking and yes. the best, the best played out. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like it was very I mean, clear. You could hear my story. Um, there were a lot of sob stories there and that's no, 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 no offense because that's everybody's telling their story and everybody's got yeah. one, right? Like, so like content is kind of the same across the board. Let's be honest. Yeah. But like, 
in terms of the way that it played and the way it told her story, it did a much better job than most people's did. Yeah. It, it was, very it was much more perfect. beginning to end, full story in two minutes. As much of the full story as you're going to get, yeah. I think. And uh, I think that did great. And that's a big testament to this this dude because he's a great friend to both of us, but uh, he kind of built us both out. Yeah. More so than me, but yeah. I mean, he really fucking helped us that weekend. So Yeah, thank you. Uh, I literally can't really, thank you enough. It's yeah. It was amazing. So I was happy to do it. Yeah. It kind of sparked a love for it again. Because yeah. I used to do it a lot uh, years ago because I had a YouTube channel. Yeah. I would edit videos for my YouTube channel. I was... At one point, I did that on a weekly basis. Like, I would do one or two videos every week, and I'd edit them, and I'd spend all week editing them, and I just loved doing it. Yeah. So, when you came to me, and you were asking about it, I was like, yeah, I, I know how to do all that stuff. That'd be really easy. And when you told me it was two minutes, I was like, that's even better, because yeah. that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm used to doing hour long anywhere between 10 minutes and an hour long of editing. Yeah. Now, if you, if you told me, oh, I need, like, an hour long, I'd be like, yeah. but two minutes. That's, but I really that's appreciate easy. the attention to detail. He made sure it was as perfect as it possibly beautiful. could. Yeah, it was beautiful. beautiful. It made me cry. Like when I watched it, I think we worked on it four hours, five hours. I don't think it was even that long. Really? To be I think it was I'm, like three because I think I was like, constantly blowing somebody up like, yeah. trying to figure out where we were. And, yeah. So you know, we uh, came over and we were in the room together most of the time. Yeah. But basically, when I got everything loaded on the computer and ready to be edited. I got you in here and yeah. we were just like, okay, let's go through everything that you like. Yeah. Let's go through the story. Let's go through the music. Let's yeah. make sure everything flows really well. Make, I, I specifically remember <laughs> us talking about um, the divorce part <laughs> because we slammed <laughs> yeah. that picture. And that was really So fun. part of my story is, um, so again, two minutes to tell you like, Pretty much my whole life story was very... That was a lot of pressure. Your whole life and then three years of training. Yeah. <laughs> two years of training. Two, two years. Yeah. So I had to pick, like, basically my main events of bad that happened in my life. Because, I mean, my my story is very, very much deeper than what my video is. But uh, as far as who I wanted to reach, which was basically single parents, um, people who are divorced, um, chronic illnesses, because I have lupus... Um, a lot of people, you know, get that diagnosis and they just I'm Just quit. the struggle of what you're fucking doing. I'll yeah. And then, things. like, doing this, like, losing weight and being in the gym and meal prepping and all that thing. A as a, as a yeah. single parent. Um, that's who I wanted to reach. Um, but yeah. He, he definitely hit it because there's a point in the video where <laughs> I'm talking about my story and I say divorce and he punches that picture of me and my ex. <laughs> Just slams it on the screen, so you really knew what that did to me, and I really appreciated that. that was I really funny. wish we could have made it more impactful yeah. than it was, but it kind of just with what pictures I had to use, I didn't have a lot of high definition pictures. Yeah, to yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, uh, but but we definitely did. I, I feel like there are a couple things, and this is just hindsight that I could have done a little yeah. differently, that I would have liked more. But overall, I'd say it was like a 95, like out of 100. No, yeah, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't change it. But, you know, oh, you're the tech, awesome. you're the tech guy, so you probably yeah. have things. But yeah, I wouldn't change it. It Every time I see that video, even to this day, when people ask to see it, like my clients at work, I cry every single time. Like, the, like it really meant a lot. And so many people, after I posted it, 
messaged me and just like, wow, I did not know you've been through all the things that you had been through. I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you were, you had that type of surgery, like, and you still did this. Like, you've inspired me. I think I've, I think three girls next year are competing because I competed. Because of watching that That's video. Huge influence. Yeah, which huge. is insane. Um, definitely didn't do this to be an influencer, but um, it's really no, there's cool. There's an influencer in the in the modern sense, and there's an influencer in that you've been a leader. Yeah. yeah. The true meaning of the word sense, and that's what yeah. you've done. Um, yeah, and when I started posting, it was honestly for accountability. Um, when I started that Instagram, literally, it was just Zach me and i think my sister because like i was just yeah i was just too embarrassed it was private for a long time um when i first started but i was like accountability you know to post my before and afters and then i think when i hit that 50 pound mark um zach was like you gotta go public just do it public it was my birthday i think i was like well might as well because i i mean 50 pounds is a lot of weight and i had made a lot of changes because i did it the right way um so everything was toning up really nicely. So um, I looked like I lost more weight than I think slim the thick. scale. Yeah, slim thick. <laughs> so I went ahead and posted it. But yeah, um, so the video, just it felt like everything was falling into place that I was meant to do this. Because everything that fell apart and I was freaked out about, like, fell into place. So, like, the hurricane hitting and not mean I wasn't, I wasn't sure if my bikini would get here. came just in time for me to try it on. And it fit like a glove, so I knew. And at that point, I think I had lost 12, yeah, the 12 pounds before that. But it fit, fit very, very well. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. And then the video freak out. And then it was perfect. So I was like, okay, I'm meant to do this. Because everything's falling apart, but it's coming together beautifully. Um, so, show day. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of inter interesting happen things happen show day. So. Yeah. Uh, obviously they have numbers assigned to them and, but me being a powerlifting coach, I'm numbers are pretty arbitrary. So we lift in order of lightest weight on the bar, the heaviest weight on the bar, regardless of when you signed up or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, flat to flat, but like, you know, it, it's pretty much, you know, when you're going to go unless attempts change and somebody passes you or you pass somebody else and then the order changes. But yeah. like, I don't know what order they're going to play these fucking videos in. Yeah. So, like, I'm sitting... Well, well, that's the thing. We did not know how many girls were competing. That's to bring it back to. So, I thought 20 to 30 girls. And then we get there, and they have it posted who's going when. How much was, like was a, it? There's, like, a 100 girls. Like not, I think it was, like I think it was 90. 90, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what but they said. It was, oh, anyway, it was, three, it was three times more than yeah, what we thought. Yeah, so we, we looked at it, and we kind of looked at each other, like... Because I checked in the second day. So, they had two check-in days. So, Zach had to come with me to get his coach's pass. So we go out there, and I'm thinking I'm going to be, like, one of, like, five. And there's people lining up for my category. And I look at the table, and there's you have a little button with your number. And there's buttons all over the table. And I was like, holy shit. This is the second check-in day. There's way more girls than I expected. Extremely intimidating because you have to outshine that many more people. Who, who roughly, the work they've done, yes. deserve it, too. Yeah, like, you know, so, like... like I, I, when I decided to do this, it was my push and for me to prove it to myself that I could do it. It was never about like winning the whole thing. We wanted like, top 10. Yeah. yeah but I was like, was you know what? Top 10. If I could get 10th place, I, you know, to bring home a medal. That's what I kept saying. If I bring home a medal, I'll be happy because I feel like the money was worth it and the hard work. <laughs> so even 10th place, I would have been thrilled. What, what was your number? Because that, that has something to do with what I'm about to say. What number were you? What, were your, what was your stage 94. number? 94. 
94. So, you know, you have all you have all these girls go, and the first the first walkthrough and posing routine, there's no video played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just they do only, your routine. They only play the videos of the top 20 girls. Yeah. So we're sitting there. And you don't know if you're chosen until your video until is played. played. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're playing these these videos, and nobody told us they're playing them in order. So we of get your like, number, an order we get of your to number, like, yeah. yeah, we get to like video ten, and I'm like, "Fuck, she's still not." Yeah, yeah. They still ain't called her. We get to video fifteen, she's still not called. And I remember me and Desi were watching it like live on the couch on our TV, and we were like. Why haven't they played her video yet? Yeah, because there's no way that all these other girls are beating it, her. Around. What really was we just didn't understand. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. But anyway, you get to 15, her number's still not called, and I'm like, well, there's fuck, there's no way this is happening now. 16 passes, no video. 17 passes, no video. 18 passes. <laughs> It, it no was video. past 18? Yeah, uh, 19, I was 19. 19. Oh, okay. yeah. 19 gets there, and they finally play her video. And anybody that coaches, well, first of all, maybe it's not anybody that coaches, but I'm an extremely, extremely empathetic person, and my people mean the absolute world to me. Like, everybody sitting in this room right now has coached, uh, has been coached by me to some extent, programmed for something like that. I, I believe these two people would tell you that. I'm extremely, extremely empathetic, and uh, my, my clients mean more to me than anything in life, and that's the truth. If you want me to say something on that. If you want to, yeah. So, just real briefly, I can attest that because I remember going into the trainer's office. It was maybe a couple days after my divorce. Well, separation. It hadn't been a, a divorce yet. And you were just like, we're going to eat, and we're going to get your program, and like you were just like, we're going to... We're gonna set you up, and so that that really meant a lot to me. And uh, this dude, this dude's fucking killed it. Uh, we, yeah. we need to get in. The, we need to need a whole episode today, 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 today <laughs> yeah. um, because his transformation is is just as epic in the opposite direction. Of yeah, Elizabeth's, yeah. But, um, it's fucking incredible, and the strength that he's he's accrued is just ridiculous. But we get to this nineteenth video, and it's finally hers. Can I tell you how I was feeling backstage? Yeah, you might as well. So, I'm going okay. to tell them how I felt. So, listen. <laughs> so, mind you, like, all of us girls have been on our feet because it's a lot of women to go and do their posing. It's a 20-second posing routine. So, again, 20 seconds to show the judges your transformation. They have your before picture behind you. So, literally, that's all they get. They get 20 seconds to look at your body, see your transformation, and pick you for top 20. So... As they're playing the videos, I'm overthinking. I was like, they didn't, like, my posing routine must have been off. You it, know? Was, it was the best posing routine there, though. Yeah, but in my head, I was just like, okay, my posing routine must have been off. They didn't really see, like, the muscle definition that I wanted to show. Um, my weight loss, like, maybe I wasn't confident enough. Maybe my eye contact was off. Um, freaking out. And the then. Smile. Yeah. About it. The smile. <laughs> yes. That's all I would say. Smile. Smile with your teeth. Smile with your teeth. And I made sure I smiled with my teeth. <laughs> So I was like, I did smile with my teeth. Like I'm just so as they're getting, I think they hit 15. So I start giving myself a pep top, and I was like, Listen, you did this show though. You are a winner. And I'm trying to just tell myself, you know, you won already. You lost 85 pounds. That's incredible. 
Um, you have all these. I was sitting in the crowd, fucking devastated. Liter- literally, <laughs> I well, I'm I was honestly, I was honestly, I was. I was like, man, but I was like, I know everybody's still gonna be proud of me. It's okay, but I was like, and then I would go switch. But all that money and all that cardio and all that time, I was like, I'm starving and I didn't even place. So I'm I'm going back and forth to be like, but no, like they're still gonna be proud, like you know. You got here, and it was a lot of money, but they're still proud. And I was like, but all that money and all that time, and I freaked out Nathan with the video, and my video's <laughs> not even going to get played. So I'm back and forth, and then they hit 16, 17, 18, and I was like, I was about to throw it. I, sw- I remember I was, they had this, like, audio booth in the back with a table, and I squatted down, and I just had my hands in, like, head in my hands, just like, oh, my God, like, I didn't, they're not even going to play my video. My story is super important to the process. Again, like I had a major surgery, um, a lot of, that people would use to just give up, and I have chronic illness. I'm a single parent, like huge things that like I wanted to show people. Like anybody can do this if you put your mind to it and you put your whole heart and everything, all your effort into it. And I, they're not even gonna know. They're, the judges aren't even gonna know. And I'm hearing the other videos play, and I'm like. They don't even know. They don't even know what a single, like being a single mom. And at one point I was working three jobs. I was like, they won't even know like how hard I've worked. So then they had 18 and I was like, I was like, I'm going to throw up, but I have nothing to throw up. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I was like, everybody's going to be disappointed. And I knew a lot of people were watching at at home because before I went to walk out, my phone was blowing up that they're watching. And then it freaked me out. (laughs) And I was like, oh God, they're all going to see me fail. But then they played my video and I the tears immediately hit because again watching that video makes me cry so thankfully like from what people told me they could not tell I was crying but I was like just so grateful to be chosen top 20 but also like that video just to see like it was the first time that my two of my sisters had seen the video and a lot of people at home had seen it because I hadn't I don't think I'd shared it at that point not yet. I shared it when I got home so like nobody had a lot of people haven't seen it so I was like okay it just meant a lot like to have my story and then uh, I had to pose again mm-hmm. 20 seconds again and tears were just streaming out it's just more for like happy like I did it like top 20 and then you know they played the 20th video and I was like okay 10th place, 10th place, just give me 10th place, please give me 10th place, um, so then they call top 15, top 10, they call, they call top 10 and you were in the top, yeah, so they call top 10, I hear my name, I'm literally static again, tears falling, it's very emotional, um, that whole experience, all of us girls were crying, just because, like, when we'd come off stage, especially after watching our videos, like, we'd just be crying, and literally shaking to the point like we were vibrating like it's terrifying but also thrilling at the same time like it's such a rush i see why people get addicted to doing it because it's just like such a short amount of time but it's like such an adrenaline rush so it's so emotional we're all hugging each other again the morale back there like all the girls that i had met over instagram were just loving on each other just so proud of each other um a lot of the women are continuing their journey so like for them to do it at that point was huge for them because you know they a lot of them felt like oh i'm not at that point yet um but a lot of the girls were like you're gonna you're gonna win you're gonna win i was like stop (laughs) stop it for me watch that 19th video i just feel like this has to be said yeah (laughs) Uh, i was like i said extremely big empath but i am not uh, i have to say on record 
because after I say this, it's going to make me sound like a giant pussy. <laughs> but I am not a crier. But I was so high strung and so upset that that video hadn't been played yet. When they played it, uh, I broke down and started crying too. And, and what's funny is uh, another a transformation coach named Serena Moreno was sitting right beside me and she was great. But she was like, uh, don't worry, they're going to play it. Uh, try not to cry when they do, all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to cry. Gonna cry and uh, immediately, as soon as she did, I cried. And uh, uh, that was the stress that she was under. You just don't know. Uh, only the athlete and the coach can know. Yeah. Uh, no other, and I don't even feel like I know, but nobody knows better than me and her exactly what she went through. And just to have that relief hit me all of a sudden was like, um, it was it was happy tears in a way, but it was also like, God damn, it's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, relief, know, it's like, relief. There was some like relief involved, yeah. sure, yeah, absolutely. And then at that point too, you know, we're top 20 and we're halfway to our goal. Yeah. yeah. So when we were getting there, but they call the top, t uh, they call top 10 out after they got the top 20 and you're in it. Yeah. But then some more drama <laughs> struck in a sense because like, um, we're like, well, she's made her goal. We're like, we're kind of just like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, we're kind of like, okay, we hit it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get tenth place. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, I was like, I'm getting tenth place. Like, this is what I wanted. And listen, those other girls, these, these other girls have definitely worked fucking hard. Like, no, no, extremely, yeah. And and have and like we said, their issues are every bit of as serious as anybody's yeah. are. So like, it's it's one of those things. Like everybody in that top ten at that point had fucking earned it. Yeah. Um, but they start calling out. Ten. Yep. And it's not Elizabeth. I was like, okay, I'm, I play tonight. Not and every time we're like, well, she'll be the next one, right? Like, yeah. Ninth comes yeah. and it's not her. Eighth comes, not her. Seven comes, not her. And we're just getting more and more excited. I'm sitting beside <laughs> these these girls that I don't even fucking know. We're just like on the seat of her, basically on the edge of our seat, just like fucking getting more and more nervous, right? Five comes and we're like, we're top five now. I'm like, well, we're gonna be fifth, right? Like we're top five. Yes. Yeah. Twice as good as we thought we were going to do. This is great. They call yep. five. It's not Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> they call four. It's still not Elizabeth. They call three. And when it hit top three, I looked at the crowd looking for Zach. Oh, I know. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> what? It's like, what the and, fuck? And mind you, mean? I'm, I'm like, smiling the whole time with that, with the teeth. And I'm looking, I'm like, what? What? Yeah, top three? It was, it was, everybody was like, I looked back at uh, and my wife and the group of girls that was her, her, her sisters and, and her mother. And uh, everybody's just like... What? What Everybody's extremely happy, but everybody's like, what the fuck, man? Me, me <laughs> like, and Desi were looking at each other and they're like, is she going to win? Yeah. Like, she she might just win yeah. this today. And they call the third girl, and it's not Elizabeth. And then, very dramatic, just like watching, like, fucking American Idol or, like, Ink Master or something. Like, <laughs> they got the top two up there. and uh, They did say it was a super hard decision. Like, that, mind you, when we were waiting for the videos to get played, it took forever. Like, it felt like forever backstage. Like, us girls were trying to find seats because our feet were hurting. Girls were taking off their heels. Like, that's how long it was taking for them to make decisions. And they said it took forever for us to make this decision. So, either way, I was honored because they had a tough time. Because the girl that won was ridiculous. Well, she, she looked in, uh, amazing. She competed in bikini yeah. later in the yeah. day. Yeah. Like, so, like, yeah, that, she, tell Andrea Breyer, Andrea Breyer, shout out. Tell, he looked amazing. Tell you any, uh, give you any idea how good this girl looked. And Elizabeth looked stunning. She was beautiful. Thank you. Um, but uh, to tell you, you know, how good this girl looked, her transformation was like, 
there was just things about her that the other girls didn't experience because like she was stage ready for real not that transformation wasn't real but an actual bodybuilding show yeah, yeah. like so like bikini there wasn't yeah. a lot of loose skin there wasn't no. like all these other things these girls were living through and experience this girl's like she, dude, she was peeled she was really really tight yeah um had a really good look about her and she absolutely earned it too i don't think her weight loss was extreme was as extreme yeah i agree was it, it was like what 50 or 60 pounds 60 I believe. pounds so yeah. I mean, it was still amazing but like it wasn't the 80 90 100 we had seen out of the other girls yeah. but she was so stage ready yeah that like not taking anything away from elizabeth but if there was going to be somebody that beat you yeah, yeah. It had to be her. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if there if there was ever going to be another one, it would have been, I mean, that's the only one it could have been. And I feel like the judges probably, that's probably why they had such hard decision yeah. between the two, because it was like, your transformation is more extreme. But she looks show ready. Yeah. She looks yes. like she's going to And keep in mind, too, something that she pointed out is this person gets uh, an alpha elite endorsement, basically. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not... I'm not saying it's a political choice, but as a small business owner, and I know Alpha Elite's not necessarily small anymore, but like... You would want to pick someone to represent your brand. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And, so that's, and I, I believe that I, Elizabeth would have done that yeah. with so much grace and so much dignity and been great at it. But like... That's not what I want. Let's like, be real, though. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that girl, like I said, was peeled and was competing later in the day in a, right. in a, in a normal bodybuilding show. So, you know what I mean? So, so I believe everything... I won second place, and it, I mean, honestly, it felt like I won first. If I won 10th, I would have acted like I won first, to be honest. But um, Andrea, definitely, this is what she wants to do. She wants to be um, sponsored. She wants to, you know, be promoted by brands. She is working on, I've talked to her after this show, she's getting her certification in training. She wants to be a trainer. Like, that's, this is, her winning is definitely, like, a huge step for her career, it's an, I'm not that girl. I literally started my Instagram for accountability for my coach mm -hmm. um, because uh, I wasn't local to Zach when I found him. So, like, I, he didn't see me in the gym every day um, for majority of my... One time a week. Yeah, one and, time and a some, week. Sometimes when we, got to be, when we got to be friends, she would work out with yeah. me. So, and he two made, or three months. Yeah, and he made, the, he made the suggestion of doing a lot of before and afters because when the scale wasn't moving, those pictures really did help me see, and we, like, we okay... we measured, too, because there was measured, times... Yeah. Sometimes even pounds would be gained, but she would lose because of the muscle, new muscle mass. Yeah. She'd have lost. But mentally that was hard. So like the pictures really helped. So the Instagram was really just to communicate to my coach, like, okay, this is what I'm looking at like this week or this month or whatever. It's to help me mentally. So like, um, promoting brands and having codes and that's not me at all. That's not what I want to do with my life. I don't have any interest in being a trainer. There's parts of it emotionally that I would love to help with, especially single moms, just because I think it's, you know, being a mother is such a powerful thing in itself, but to be able to like make the time without the mom guilt, because there is a lot of mom guilt because you do take a lot of time from your kids to do this, but helping women understand like losing weight and getting healthy is helping your ch children. It's helping you mentally. It's helping you physically. Like, I'm going to live longer for my my son. I'm going to be able to play. My mom even pointed out, she's like, I remember when Oliver was one and two and he'd be playing and he, or I think he was three, and he'd be like, Mommy, come and, you know, do this with me. And I'd be like, no, because I was just too tired. 
um, and too overweight to do that. I would run out of energy. I don't miss out. I'm up there like in the jungle gym. I'm on the trampoline now. I'm running with them. We play tag. Like I'm able to do those things. So like, that's why I wanted, like, that's what I want to do. I don't want to like Andrea needed to win. Like she's going to do amazing things. Winning second place. I think it was perfect. I felt like I did what I needed to do. I don't feel like I have to do the transformation category again. Um, because I did it. Oh, like, you proved it. I proved it. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, um, on, on the on the note of Oliver and something I've seen in him, because I, I I don't know if Nathan has or not, but I've spent a lot of time with you and Oliver. Yeah. Um, Oliver has seen you do this, and now he's interested by exercise. Yes. And most kids in America are not. We know that half of America is overweight yeah. and fat mm-hmm. and suffers from the same things that me and you have our whole yeah. life. Um. You can now say with a pretty good deal of confidence that Oliver's probably not going to be that way. No, I 100%. Um, <clears throat> because of what Zach's done for me. Um, I haven't done anything. She did the work. Shut up. He's done a lot for me. Um, but because of everything, my son, one, he says, I want to be strong like mommy. Like, when can I start training? He's <laughs> he's four now. He's almost five. And I said, when you're six, you can start training. Um, but also with food. Um, making choices like instead of you have to eat that because I told you so it's this is what's going to make you strong and he'll even tell you like I got to eat my nuggets because I want to get strong I want to get muscles I got to eat my strawberries the kid eats broccoli like it's candy <laughs> and it's because like I'm instead of just making immediate not under like he understands he's made that choice he's making those choices he he says I'm only going to pick two pieces of candy because I don't want my stomach to hurt and this doesn't make me strong I told him, I was like, candies taste good. It feels good. I was like, but it's not going to help make you strong. And he's now developing a healthy relationship with food, whereas I never had that. Never had now. that. Yeah. Dieting was always <clears throat> such a like curse and diet culture that we grow up in was Absolutely. awful. Did you have something on that? Because I, I definitely did. I was just saying that's amazing because yeah, kids these days yeah. are not inclined to eat healthy at all. They want to go to Taco Bell and... Yeah, I mean, I can't say much. No. So no, going to McDonald's is actually like a struggle because the yeah. kid doesn't want it. He right. want he doesn't really interested in French fries. He he wants the apples. Hey, I can eat a couple. Probably a couple. But like when I want to be like I don't feel like cooking, it's actually hard for him to like eat that junk. He doesn't drink any kind of soda. He doesn't like it. Right. But thankfully, <laughs> but um, doesn't like any kind of soda. Um. He does, I mean, he likes juice, but we, we try to make better choices with the juice. But yeah, the, I love seeing that. I also like get a real pump of pride when my kid's eating all his broccoli and other parents are like freaking out, but it's because he sees me. Like yeah. your kids follow and they, they see you. So yeah. like this transformation is not only like affected me, it's affected my son and like his future. Like when he starts, I'm going to have him start training with Zach because yeah. any sport he wants to do, which I feel like he'll be really good at. Um, powerlifting and weightlifting is going to help with that. So yeah. either way, it's going to benefit him whether whatever sport he chooses, sure. he decides to do, mm-hmm. or whatever he wants to do. Either way, it's going to be healthy. I want him to have a healthy relationship with the gym that I've developed, which is so like yeah, it's it's a full circle. Like, He's going to be the most jacked kid. At the oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's a good segue though. Talk about healthy and unhealthy relationships with food because yeah. um, things have changed for you now. You're training different. You're more power yeah. powerlifting oriented. Yeah. Um, a little backstory on this. Um, 
I grew up in a fat family, um, an, an abusive father. Not This isn't a sob story. This is going to tell you just kind of frame where this conversation is going. But I had an abusive father that was very, very overweight and uh, ultimately had gastric bypass. He was, he was one of the first five. They were all done the same day in the state of Alabama that had gastric bypass. And he lost down from... His original weight was like 500, but they make you lose weight prior. So surgery day, he weighed about 400, uh, 411 pounds. I remember that number. It's burned in my mind because he won't let you forget it. Yeah. Um, and uh, he got gastric bypass, lost down to about 165 pounds. And at this time, I'm a preteen and uh, we're all a fat family. My mother's fat. My little brother's fat. I'm fat. Dad was fat. Now he weighs 165 pounds. And because he was mentally very abusive, he liked to let us know that he was the skinniest person in the room, right? Mm -hmm. the rest of us, even though he didn't work, no, there's no offense to anybody that chooses to get weight loss surgery because that saves people's lives every day. But he liked to let us know that he was the skinny, good-looking one and reminded us daily that we, that we were fat. So um, myself, when I was about, I guess it was my freshman year of high school, I developed an eating disorder. And eighth grade, I weighed 260 pounds. And by the end of my ninth grade year, Going into the summer before my, my sophomore year, I weighed 130. Um, I was anorexic and lost a ton of weight. And I also, also, all this stuff happened through puberty. So my doctor thinks now that that stunted testosterone production and stuff like that. And that's the reason I have low T and, you know, some all my mental health issues kind of all stem from these things. But anyway, uh, I have never had a healthy relationship with food. And to this day, I'm overweight now, even as a personal trainer. Um... I'm a little happier being overweight than I was skinny just because I like being strong and stuff like that. But I have never, to this day, I still don't have a healthy relationship with food. And I think you can talk about this. Yeah. When you're overweight, Nathan, I don't know that you've experienced this, but when you're overweight and in the gym constantly, you're constantly in a calorie deficit and you never really get to be as strong as you probably could be because your mind's always like, even now for me, I would probably compete at 275, which is actually the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm also the healthiest I've ever been. Um, I'm constantly thinking, well, I can't get too fat. So, like, I don't allow myself. Right. My maintenance calories or even the calories I probably need are probably five or 6,000, and I don't remember the last time I ate more than four, probably. The problem with this, too, is because I always live in this, I will diet really, really strongly and strictly for five or six days and then binge eat you know, 10,000 calories worth of McDonald's or pizza in a single sitting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this is really, really hard stuff. Um, and it's really, really serious as a personal trainer because this is the actual reality that your clients live through. This isn't about me, but the, my people are living through this too. They have, for their own mental health reasons, uh, fluctuated up and down. Um, and this is a hard part of this conversation, but I segue this into what I'm going to ask you and that what is... How hard is the diet now that I'm asking you to eat at maintenance and potentially get to a point that we're going to eat more so that you can be a power lifter now and not a bodybuilder? Because we know we need, you've spent two years in a calorie deficit yeah. nearly. Um, I mean, it, it may be an emotional conversation, but where are you with food now that this is over with and we're moving on to bigger, you know, not bigger and better things, but different goals? Um, it's harder than prep. <laughs> I would rather do prep three times over and be starving um, and brain fog even this. Oh, because now you're attached to a look. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. You, know, you know how so, good you looked on stage day. So, so the difference, so with bodybuilding, it's a blessing and a curse, but I went from 
247 when you got with me. Yeah, we know you were heavier before. Yeah, I was heavier. So in total, I've lost 95 pounds because um, I'd lost a little bit of weight. I always fluctuated that 10 pounds, um, not knowing what I was doing, but probably just all water. But um, yeah, the hard part for me is like I know what my body can do at such a low deficit and doing all that cardio and doing that extreme. Um, and then also the, it, it went from like, you know, with your programming, it's lifting. So I got really strong cause I was heavier. So I was like, Oh yeah. Like I actually, was really strong. I actually yeah. love powerlifting. Um, and then that's when we hit that wall of like, okay, do you want to powerlift? You're going to have to eat or do you want to lose weight? And I kept hitting that wall because it went from, wow, this was really strong. Wow. I hit that PR. Wow. I did that mock weight and really fucking did that to like all about my body. So every week it's like, wow, you look good. Look at that muscle deficient. It's all about my body. It went from like all about my strength and what I could do in the gym to like all about my body. So it's constant critiquing of my body. Like we need to tighten this up. Like we need to get fat more off this. Like I think that it, I think a lot of people do this thing as a bigger person. We do these things in hopes that somehow body dysmorphia goes away. Yeah, yeah. But and in a sense, it, it does in some senses, but it's actually amplified yeah. a lot of bit fucking worse. Yeah. So uh, like my so like my ways. yeah so my before before picture was always in my mind as like I don't I, I don't want to look like her I don't want to look like her. You know, that's why I did a lot of before and afters because, you know, it's, it's for me. It's not for Instagram or for clout. It's for me to see, okay, you don't look like that. You literally do not look like that. Even though the mirror will tell me to, like, my stage photo, like, you don't look like that. You don't look like you do on stage day. Um, any kind of bloat I have now, it's like, wow, you're gaining all that weight back. And I've gained some weight back because obviously it's natural too, it's, but, you, yeah. you have to <laughs> eating normal. Um, but it was way harder from when I would fluctuate back when I was at that 190 to 200. It just feels more extreme now. So any kind of bloat or, you know, a little three pound jump, one pound jump, it's like extreme in my head. So like my picture in my head went from like that before girl to like you don't look like that stage girl anymore because mm. i looked my best i looked incredible like i still like look at that picture and i was like oh my god i really looks like that um so yeah it's been really really difficult my relationship boot uh with food has like backtracked a little bit um just because again like i know what my body can do in those extremes i know sure. what it can do i know how much weight i can lose quickly yeah like that water cut Sometimes I'm like ah, itching for it. I was like, man, I kind of want to do that water cut again because, like, I know what my body does. I know I can drop up to 12 pounds doing that water cut. So, and doing again that extreme cardio, it's not sustainable. Like, I can't. First of all, you ain't got fucking time for it. You run your own business. Like, yeah. yeah I run my own business. Um, for me to do the show was a lot of sacrificing of my time, it was a lot of cutting my schedule, time with my son. Um, I mean, he'd be playing and I'd be on the treadmill at home. I had a treadmill at home and I'd be on it trying to finish that 70 minutes up. I would push my schedule back so I could get my gym done. Um, meal prepping, all the things. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, really hard. Probably the hardest in the whole process is trying to eat maintenance because again, I grew up in that culture. So similar to you, but different. I grew up with an abusive family, but my mom was, had an eating disorder. So my mom would hit these diet kicks. So the whole family 
would hit these diet kicks. I always constantly talked about my body, but in a negative way. So I think that's where it hit is like being t you my never body. Never had a positive view of yourself. Yeah. So p when people talk positive about my body, it's like dopamine rush, like like shooting it in my veins when people <laughs> tell me I look good. So like to get where my body was literally changing daily, um, being told about that, like. Like that dopamine and all those old things of negative talk, body talk. I was like, yes, give me more. Um, so grew up that way, fad diets. But what we would do is we'd binge anytime we got, quote, good food. So mm. my dad would bring home like Reese's Puff cereal. And we would all like, there's seven of us. So we all wanted a bowl, but we wanted two bowls. <laughs> so you would eat as fast as you could so you could get that second bowl. When we'd ever when we ever would get to go to a friend's house, they literally knew, like, oh, Elizabeth's family's crazy, so make sure you have junk food. And I would literally binge. I had a friend, she had every time a gallon of whole milk and two boxes of Oreo Pop Tarts. And I would eat it all in one night because I never knew when I was going to get it again. So that was kind of the mindset. Like, you never know when you're going to eat it again. It's kind of like, for me, like, I can't buy a pack of Oreos and just eat a couple because my mindset is like, when are you going to get it again? So you might as well eat the whole thing, Same. get it yeah. out of the house. A whole sleeve at least. Yeah. But no, I would eat, I would literally sit and eat the whole thing because I was like, well, I want it out of the house and I've already eaten five, so I might as well eat it all. It's binge eating disorder. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible disorder um, because you literally, it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's like a monster and so you, you can't control it. You're literally, I would be, especially like with prep and being at that stage, I struggled with binge eating, but it was very, the, thankfully I had that goal and it helped kind of like calm that down. But I would literally wake up, I started getting really bad insomnia the last two months. I'd wake up at 2 a.m. and I would pace the kitchen from the pantry, open the door, to the fridge, open the door, to the freezer. And I would do that for probably like an hour and a half, just wanting to binge. And I have trigger foods that I will binge on. Um, so I don't keep them in my house. But at that point, my binge was so strong that I just was like, I will eat anything. I will eat those nasty veggie chips that my kid eats <laughs> because I just want to that, that fix. Because um, it's like a, it's a dopamine brush, so it's like... A drug um so yeah i've really struggled with binging because now i'm allowed kind of to have those foods um so it went to an extreme so um after i got off stage i had crumble cookies a whole box mm -hmm. of 12 and though like some people had bites of them like i pretty much ate the whole thing by myself in the course of a week um, and then it kind of, you know, like Zach was like, you need to like relax and have some foods. Like, I mean, it'd probably been at that point, I don't know, probably eight months since I had fast food. So I was like, I want to have fast food. Like, but it, it wasn't healthy the way I was choosing. Um, so it's still difficult, like, because I got into and still am struggling with the binge eating cycle, which is starve. And then you binge. Mm -hmm. So I, but before it would be starve all day, binge at night. Because I got in such a low deficit and, you know, what I did, I know I can go longer. So sometimes it'll be two days where I don't eat. And I'll just drink energy drinks or water or whatever. And then I'll binge crazy, you know, three to 5,000 calories. So it's a vicious cycle and something I'm really working on trying to get out of. Um... Because, again, like, 
I don't want to obviously get back to where I was, but I know I can't get back to where I was mm. on stage because right. that's not healthy either. Like it's, it was a goal. We did it the healthiest way possible. Um, but it's not something you can do all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been a struggle. I do like the struggle structure of meal planning. Like that really, really does help me. And me and Zach have talked kind of talked about a couple diets that I should do. But um, as far as like what the future looks like, that depends on my diet. And I've been back and forth with a few things. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been hard. It's been really hard coming off show. They don't prepare you for that. The post show blues. I mean, you go from everybody talking about your body. Everybody. Everybody seeing my clients. To, no, to yeah. nobody's talking about your yeah. body. Nobody's telling you how good you look. Nobody's telling you like anything about you. Like I literally, it's crazy because <laughs> I almost feel like I had more confidence as I was overweight because I just was that way so long that I knew myself and knew what to wear that now like I just want to cover and hide. Um, and the gym has even been difficult. Even though I love the gym, it's been like... It's just not the same mm -hmm. having that extreme goal. Like, it's just not the same. Like, I want to, I love, loved this extreme. Like, it's addicting. Like, maybe I see. you need to plan a meet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, God. So, uh, this is a little bit of a segue, too. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say what I'm about to do. And then I'm going to ask you a question. But, right. um, we met, touched on this last time we were together. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go through March 4th with Ron. Uh, like I said, awesome powerlifting coach. I'm really excited about it. Uh, hopefully, I make my, my goal of a 1,500-plus pound total. And then Elizabeth has inspired me on March 5th, the day after that. I start prep for uh, because I'm going to be competing pretty heavy in powerlifting, either at 275 or 308. I start prep March 5th for the men's transformation in October. Mm -hmm. um, so both for my sake and for anybody listening's uh, sake, too, um, what advice do you have to give to somebody that is, because uh, I've experienced extreme weight loss before, but I've mm -hmm. never experienced it in the way I'm about to. Um, so what what advice would you have to give to me and anybody else who wants to wants to hear it through the whole, you know, you can touch on whatever part of the process you want yeah. to, but I mean, what advice do you have to give to all of us soon to be newbies? The biggest thing is um, completely obliterate how you see food. Um, food is fuel. It's nothing more. It doesn't, it's not supposed to taste good. I mean, take it all out. I've eaten like five day old chicken and it tasted like shit, but mm -hmm. I knew like it was part of my meal plan. So just don't even think about food in the way that you ever have. Like, it's just, it's not supposed to taste good. It's just get that food in, make sure you're getting that food in. Listen to your coach. <laughs> Brad, uh, I'll, be, I'll be leaning on you. Pretty uh, good Sorry. <laughs> listen to your coach. Um, I think the biggest thing is like do like this whatever the outcome of the show is is like you're doing this for you this is something you're proving to yourself that you can do in those hard moments um when i wanted to give up like and there was a lot of them i had a lot of yeah, breakdowns we've, we've talked through a lot of a, a lot, lot of, things, of breakdowns absolutely. and the things that we've talked about and what we've done i mean i mean there i mean this, I mean, it was, you know, there was a point, you know, it was definitely weekly, but yeah. I mean, there was a point where it was daily. Yeah. I mean, where I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was tired. Yeah. I was tired of it. The biggest thing is like, this is the most selfish 
thing you're ever gonna do for yourself. The most selfish, and as long as you have that support, which I did, thankfully, and I had, um, my boyfriend was super supportive that I had later on in my journey, but also you have Sandy, like, as long as you have a supportive partner that understands, like, the hangry is just, you're gonna be mad about everything, you're gonna be grumpy, but, like, also, like, it's the most selfish, you're gonna take a lot of time, you're gonna miss out on a lot. I literally went to a wedding and did not drink or eat. I didn't even get the wedding cake. And we like to drink and eat. Yeah, we love to drink and eat. Um, and it's called Sip It and Rip It. But, but, uh, yeah. I was going to say, this is technically yeah. a powerlifting yeah. podcast. Yeah. Talking about yeah. not eating and drinking. That's yeah, so insane. it sucked. Like, you're going to miss out. Um, I think the birthday before I did the show, I had a Rice Krispie Treat cake because that fit my macros. <laughs> I did not have actual cake until this year after um, the show. So just... Like, you're going to miss out on stuff, but it is for you. Um, and it was really hard for me because I do have a child, like, being that selfish. But also, overall, like, I know what it did for him. Also, I had a lot of people to prove wrong. And a or lot you of... felt like you did anyway. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, I kind of took everything that I've been through and put it into the show. Like, all those people that said I couldn't do shit, all the bullies that I had... Um, my childhood, like those little comments that I would hear throughout my childhood, like I took all those and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking show you. And also like choosing Zach to train me through this process, even though he wasn't a bodybuilding coach and you got negative feedback when you reached out to a few locals, I was like, I gotta prove them fucking wrong. Yeah, I thought like, the same. Yeah, that Zach true. can do this. Not only, not only we get negative feedback, I had one, uh, girl that competes in, is it fitness or something? I don't remember what it's called. Wellness. Wellness straight up tell me that transformation didn't exist and uh, and uh, basically fuck off. Yeah. And in the same paragraph, I have a special needs girl who I won't mention her name here. That's very near and dear to me. That works for me and every and everything else. That also that has competed in powerlifting under me, but saw you doing this and wanted to compete in bodybuilding too. And I asked advice on that, and the girl was like, "No coach is going to put up with that." I was talking about opposing coach. No coach is going to put up with that. She doesn't have any place in bodybuilding. It's pretty much the exact message that I got. Yeah. Wow. So the the <laughs> the negative comments I got from now, albeit it wasn't all local bodybuilders by no means, but the yeah. ones that I was told to trust as a source were basically just like, no. "Fuck off." Yeah. So. So I I felt like <clears throat> I had a lot to prove also for my coach. Like that's I mean you're an amazing coach all around. Um, you researched. You did the education and you also knew me from like the first 50 pounds that i lost um again you're really you knew, your habits and stuff you like knew that, that. you knew binge eating disorder you knew how to empathize with me you knew my you know some of my past so you knew like how to work with me through those things um and knew how to pick me up so like why would i choose anybody else because how would they under how would a bodybuilding coach understand like binge eating disorder being that overweight? No, I think we'd be surprised, like, but yeah, but like you knew, I was very comfortable. So I was, I was like, I got to prove all these people wrong. I got to show that I can do this. So it's basically locking in to being the most selfish person that you can be, because you're taking a lot of time I, for I your family. The, I think when you look at the greater picture, though, with what you've taught your son and everything else, I don't think it's as selfish. No. As it, and in feels, the end, but it I mean? does yeah. feel selfish because yeah. I was choosing gym time over family time. I was choosing not yeah. to have the cheers with the champagne at the wedding. I mean, you've had this conversation like, before, even before you decided to do the show. Um, 
going to the gym and like choosing your health should be as simple as waking up and brushing your teeth. Yeah. Should yeah. just be something that you just, you just fucking yeah. do every day. Yeah, but some people don't wake up and brush their teeth. Well, yeah. we can do a whole other <laughs> podcast on that. Right? That's but true. Like, it's just supposed to be part of your daily yeah. routine. And it was. And you don't have to have it was a goal. You don't have to do what Elizabeth does. You don't have to yeah. be like me and Nathan in Powerlift. You don't have to do any of that shit. But it just, you know, for your overall wellness, you either pay for it now or you pay for it later. Yeah. Pay for it later looks like being a weak old person and stuck in a nursing home that nobody comes and visits you at uh, and you're a financial burden to your family. That's what it looks like later. Yeah. If you pay for it later, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And nobody fucking wants that. No. You don't want your son... Taking care of me. Taking care of you. And yeah. you definitely don't want your son to be a financial burden to your son where you're you know sitting in a nursing home at seven yeah, years no. old. And, you know, nobody, nobody wants that. Yeah. And I explain that to people all the time. So is it selfish? Not fucking really. You're gifting your son... Yeah. Probably 10, 20 years more than you would have if you hadn't have done it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the truth. And, you know, you'll probably die happy and healthy as opposed to in a nursing home alone and as a financial burden to somebody. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, think, a, I think more so the time. Like, yeah, it's like buying that. You buy, I mean, I understand that, but you have bought time on the big yeah. end. Yeah. You know, the no, time overall, that you now, overall right? I've bought a lot of time and I'm very happy. And when I, uh, one second place, I FaceTimed my son, and he was like, Mommy, you won! And he said, I want to do that too someday, Mommy. And that, like, literally tears. That was so huge for me. Like, he's going to know, like, his mom is super strong, and then I did this, and I did this for him, I did it for us. But overall, like, it's going to feel selfish. There's a lot of people that gave me shit about what I was eating, and, you know, oh, you're not going to have that. People so. that don't care just don't understand. No. Yeah, I mean, that's and the, then the extra car. I mean, that's 70 minutes of cardio plus on top of the hour you're in the gym. Like, that's, you know, two hours in the gym sometimes. Um, that I mean, felt like a lot. I sacrificed a lot with my business having to put some stuff. And then when the brain fog hit really, really bad, I had to leave and, like, cut down my days because like, mentally I just could not do my job well. Yeah. Um, but also, like, another thing is spend the money. So if there is a custom suit, buy that suit, pay for the spray tan. Get the posing coach. Get the that posing was, coach. That's such an amazing I'm so thankful. Have for a videographer. It. Get the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have Nathan edit your photo, <laughs> your video. Um, but yeah, put all the money into it because I really did think, they did say like my suit stood out from all the other women. Beautiful. And we told you months before that lavender, it was lavender yeah. or green. Yeah. And we're like, you got to go lavender. lavender. You got lavender on yeah. now. It's my color. Like you and lavender. Yeah, it's my color. Uh, you just look fucking good in lavender. <laughs> Thank so. you. So yeah, <laughs> just put all, like if you're going to do a show, go all in. A hundred percent. Also, what really helps me, a lot of people struggle with like mental health issues was like, I was able to put all that to the side as like, I call it my bullshit. Probably for it's the not first time bullshit, ever. But yeah. the first time ever I was able to just be like, you know what? I can't deal with this right now because I got a fucking show to do. So it was in a way it saved me and helped me because anytime those thoughts or those. You're saying like, be focused. Yeah. Fucking focus. Yeah. I was yeah. able to be like, I can't right now. I can't yeah. have that low. I yeah, can't have sure. that like craziness going on. I can't let that comment or that normal like life thing that happened that would normally bury down. I like, well, I'm too bad. So sad. I got to fucking do my show. I got to mm -hmm. do my prep. So that really, really helped is just like put all that to the side, focus in like the show, it, everything, your whole life is around that show date. That really, really helped me, especially near the end when that brain fog hit. It was just like, I felt like a robot, but incorporating the gym daily into my life already, which you already have that, 
Um, I'm a robot about the fucking gym. Yeah, I'm not about you food, are. but like, which was super inspiring um, to me when I chose you as a coach because uh, I think when I we think, started, I had torn my groin and yeah, was teach reteaching myself. Yeah, that squat. and I was like, oh, you're yeah. gonna have to take some time off the gym, and you're like, no, like I'm going to the gym today, and I was like. <laughs> What? I never heard of someone getting an injury and still continuing at that point in my life. Like I didn't know like people did that. I thought they just took off from the gym until it got better. And also like mental stuff. Like, um, he's like, yeah, I'm having a bad day, but I'm still going to the gym. Like, I was like, what? Like when I have a bad day, like I'm not doing anything but laying in bed. So like, that's a huge reason why I chose you as a coach too. I was like, well, like just we like do, brushing your teeth. We can like, do a whole just, other episode on the mental health. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> for, the show, for, for, for real. For the show, yeah, just it's all about you. It's all about the show day, everything surrounding your life, and also having your support. I'm so thankful for my gym fam and my coach because like everybody was rallying behind me and encouraging me and the, like pushing me. Like if I was falling in one area that Zach couldn't touch, I had a friend that could bring me up and help me with that point. Um, and then also having Reagan who actually like lived through it, having being able to work with her was awesome because she was the only one not giving me shit about what I was eating, what I was doing, because she lived it too. And she was like, Yeah, yeah, you're eating chicken and broccoli again. Yeah, again. Like it wasn't weird to her, so it made me feel like normal in a way. Um, but yeah, just having a good support, like it it if you just have your coach, you just have your coach. Your coach is gonna push you because you know, like you said, you wanted to prove, and I, I wanted yeah, to prove for own, you. I had my own reason to fucking do it. You yeah. Know, you know, if I couldn't make bad. anybody proud, I wanted to make sure I made my fucking There's coach a, proud. You could have <laughs> never left the tarmac in Houston, Texas, and yeah. been stuck at the airport terminal. I've been proud of it at yeah. that point. It's fine. And let me just say, too, that's, that's, uh, um, I have the greatest job in the world. Things are changing. Everybody thinks I'm quitting. I ain't fucking quitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just put it to you that way. Um, uh, things are changing dramatically for me, but I have the greatest job in the world. There's no doubt that, uh, that I, I have never been as bad as my mental health is. And I spend 75% of the time wanting to jump in front of a train. Uh, this job has been my absolute saving grace and there is no fucking way I'm ever going to quit. And I legitimately want to say I have, and it's because of clients like you and Nathan and, uh, you know, I could probably name a dozen others, but, uh, it's the greatest fucking job in the world. It, it really is. And uh, coaches, if you're listening, uh, if you do not feel the same way about this, your, your athletes, I know that people pound your head, professionalism, don't get too close to your clients, all that kind of shit. I'm here to tell you right now, you want to build a business that lasts, that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, I've made lifelong friends in it, and they can, people can tell you you're not supposed to do that um, all they want to. Um but I'm here to tell you right now, if you're doing your job right and you're doing your job well, you're going to educate them to the point that they don't need you, but you're going to love them to the point that they don't want to leave you, yeah. period. Yeah. That, that is actually exceptionally well said yeah. as far as like a personal training standpoint. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's not, uh, nobody is going to take this away from me. And I, uh, stuff that we won't talk about right now uh, is definitely coming up, but uh, I think there's some people that think I'm done and I just, I'm <laughs> never going to fucking quit this. Never done. I'm never going to fucking Not done this. yet. Not, <laughs> we talk about not done yet. I'm trying to make this stick. Not done ever. Yeah. Period. Not no. done ever. Not done yeah. ever. Ever. So, uh, it is what it is. Um, I think it's time for dad jokes. I think it is time yeah. for dad jokes, yeah. too. We looking, we looking them up here? I'm looking we're, them up. We're going to go to dad's, dad says jokes, y'all. Dad says jokes dad says is jokes. the best place to get dad jokes. It is an amazing place for dad jokes. 
We're just gonna. I'm gonna show you the one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell and just make sure we're not gonna say the same one. Okay. Is that fair? <laughs> uh, apparently, it's supposed to be dad jokes, but no jokes are off the table, Elizabeth. You got good jokes, so yeah, you, oh, can, yeah. you can say whatever you want. But dad says jokes is what we typically go with. So uh, every morning after I get out of the house, a bot comes out of nowhere and runs me over. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Gold. That's a good one. <laughs> good All right, one. here we go. Remember when plastic surgery was a taboo subject? Now you mention Botox and nobody raises an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this is our favorite part. It might not be y'all's, but it's ours. What's a scientist's favorite dog breed? Labs. Oh, God. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> My neighbor blamed my gravel for making him fall, but but it was his own dumb asphalt. <laughs> That's great. That's an old one, but I do like that. One. Can we do religious? Oh, I don't you care. can do whatever. You, you can want. do whatever you want to. This is <clears throat> this is free time now. Remember, guys, if you don't sin a little bit, Jesus died for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Oh. Poor Jesus. Poor Jesus. Well, we got a dick joke. Hold on a second. All right, we need. <laughs> what did the elephant say to the naked man? <laughs> How in the hell do you breathe through that tiny thing? Oh. God. <laughs> uh, I had a little ad lib on it. A little spice. I drink to that one. You drink to that one. I, I drink to like, that one. How was the old fashions? Did we they make were good. Yeah, I've almost made it through the whole thing. And I I'm, made it through the whole thing. I'm yeah, a professional I think I grew some chest hair. Did you? Yeah. You look like me now? Yeah. <laughs> me and Nathan combined are probably the two hairiest people on planet Earth, by the way. My cousin Wesley is very what, hairy. Wes Harrison, you'll get tagged too. You're a hairy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you Dude, are. He would, like, before I got really hairy, I was like, damn, I hope I never get, get that hairy. hairy. Dude, me, and then I did. Me and you so. both got fucking shoulder hair that, like, fucking stands oh up like, God, fucking like, like inch off can, of our shoulders. You can see it. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a fucking monkey, ugh. man. I, I, I just want you to know, I, I'm going to, for the for the record, I attempted to I, I attempted to have my back and chest waxed one time. It was fucking awful. But uh, that was actually before the meet that I tore my groin at. But I will shave my back before I uh, compete on March 4th just so I can go shirtless under my singlet for deadlifts. <laughs> I'm not going to do my chest, though. Y'all going to have to deal with fuzzy chest. Yeah. Hey, but if you it do that show, you're going to have to shave everything. Uh, that's a different problem for a different time. <laughs> for a I different Crazy story I heard not too long ago. He... He will remain nameless of his coach's wife having to shave his taint the night before the show. Yep. <laughs> it's like, Every inch. It's like, uh, first of all, the men's transformation is not that detailed. I am not probably shaving my ass or my fucking taint for the record. <laughs> I mean. Why not? Maybe. You, but first you of all, I'm wearing. Yeah, it's trunks for you transformation. Wear, okay. I'm going to wear the thigh huggers so my legs and stuff will be shaved. Yeah. But also, I plan on. I'm hoping that me and Grant can put together just a massive set of legs that just blow everybody else away. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm gonna wear short shorts, but I'm not. I'm not trim it, but I am not fucking taking a razor to my fucking taint, my <laughs> asshole, <laughs> nothing like that. But Dangerous if, it needs, if it needs to be trimmed down, that is fine. Um, and I'm also. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna get a jump on the tanning thing. I'm gonna do the spray tan like I'm supposed to, but I'm yeah. gonna get a jump on the tanning thing. 
hopefully and and ho- in hopes that maybe it just makes everything a little bit fucking easier. Yeah. You just but gonna, like the main story is my tent. That's the main. As much as I can. Yeah. Everybody has to have a spray tan. By the way, for the men, they just have to wear underwear and they just have to lift it down a little bit to get under the band. They don't actually have to get fully naked in front of the spray tanner, so you don't have to. That's good, because my pecker's the size of my thumb. It is what it is. It is what it is. I wish it was a roll of dimes. It is what it is. But, uh, well, we've talked about everything now. Yep. I think so, so. <clears throat> last thing, though, since we're on the subject of my tank... <laughs> My That's wife and I segue. had this idea of, uh, we, we got some art hanging on the wall. I had this idea that I was going to do this black and white photo of my taint, but just have it like super zoomed in, mm-hmm. like super zoomed in so that people that visit my house would like put their face like, <laughs> I'm up on the microphone right now, but they would be so close trying to figure out what it was, and I'd be like, oh, that's a picture of my taint. <laughs> like with their nose, basically fucking on the picture trying to figure out what it is. I want, think that's, that's probably what I got to do. You yeah. just want faces that close to your tank. That's it. That's it. I just want to <laughs> absolutely demoralize guests in my houses. I'm officially at the age now where I'll need everybody at my house to leave by 9 o'clock. Sorry, man. We're definitely here past 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's a little past. But uh, I'm hoping the tank photo does that. I'm going to have to go through with that one day. Me and Sandy's been talking about the tank photo for years. I feel like... I feel like I would be one of the people that like, oh, I'd I'd look at it and I'd be like, that's an interesting, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute, I've heard this before. I wish I could, I wish I could get one printed that was scratch and sniff. (laughs) 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 But alas, I'm not sure that I can. We need to find a better way to close this. You know, advancing every day. You never know. Clanker glasses? They're empty. Yeah. My, my I've got some cherries in it. I got yeah. a little set, maybe. Yeah, you need to eat them cherries. They're they're booze soaked now. Yeah, they are. To the cherries. To the cherries. cherries. Popping cherries. Woo! A miserable, really bad, poorly done Ric Flair impression for the closing <laughs> statement. Uh, I mean, <laughs> unenthusiastic. Not Ric Flair was kind of just like woo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's all he did. That's not that bad. Let me hit that. My sounds bad on the mic. Next time we are talking about um, fad diets, meal prep, mm-hmm. um, and and probably adaptability for several of those fad diets. We won't get into my opinions on them right now, but uh, we've done a lot. Things that work, things that don't work, uh, shit like that. And then probably a little bit more in depth on uh, me and Nathan's current training status and our immediate goals while we. You know, he's trying to get stage lean. He's not competing in bodybuilding, but our immediate goals with both of our programming um, and maybe a little bit more about, uh, I'll know a little bit more about Ron and what he's doing for me at that mm-hmm. point. Just kind of check up on exactly where everything is. And I think we're going to have uh, Sandy, my wife, come in and talk about meal prep and some maybe yeah. some easy things She'd for us great. to do. So yeah. uh, next guest will be Sandy Gordon. Uh, she's a great powerlifter in her own right, but even better wife and even better meal prepper. So yes. um uh, so she's a next. better meal prepper than a better wife? Is that what you just said? No, no I did not mean that. Uh, <laughs> did not get me in trouble. <laughs> she's the best cut wife. That out. <laughs> she's a great meal prepper. <laughs> she's go. the best wife. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. I've had I've had a lot of whiskey tonight. 
Don't divorce me. <laughs> Let's just cut that in part off, please. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, we need to. We <laughs> no, 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 no. We absolutely do not cause a domestic dispute. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys for having me. Yeah, this it was fun. Great. It was we great. Were, yeah. I was really happy to have you on here. Yeah. As educated as I can be, as close as I was to the situation. So, yeah. Uh, I appreciate the advice. I appreciate both of you guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.